praise God from whom all blessings flow. It's another lovely day. God be praised forevermore. This is Sovsky, your audio e-devotional. Sovsky is an acronym for Sow the Word, Sow by the Word, Kindled by the Word, and Inspired by the Word. Praise the Lord. God be praised. Today on the devotional, it's Friday, we are looking at words laced with faith. Yesterday, we looked at words laced with sarcasm. Today, we're looking at words laced with faith. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 2, that the words that were spoken to Israel didn't profit them because the words weren't mixed with faith. Today, we are looking at words we speak, words that we utter, our utterances mixed or laced with faith. Please listen. God had said to Israel, See, you guys kept pushing me over and over. Yesterday we looked at five instances out of the ten instances he told Moses how they mixed their words with murmurings and sarcasm and ridicule and mockery, you know, always living in the past, always wishing they went back to Egypt. I don't know what you are going through, but we, we saw how that led to a disastrous end for them. No one inherits his or her promises, precious promises, grumbling and complaining and mixing words with sarcasm, trying to get back to God or get back to the economy. How funny that is. But today on the devotional, we are still inspiring you. Let's look at biblical instances where folks list their words with faith. They didn't list their words with sarcasm. The first instance reading to you this morning from Genesis chapter 22 and verse 8 is Abraham. When God tells Abraham, give me your son Isaac, Abraham is in a fix. Isaac by now is a big boy. He's not just a baby without without a will, without a say per se. He's a big boy. um, Statistics tells us that he was probably close to being a teenager or was even already a teenager. So you see, he had a a will and a mind of his own. But the moment Isaac asks him, Father, everything is ready for the sacrifice. How about the lamb? And Abraham utters a word mixed with faith. These are the the things we want you to learn this morning. His words were laced with faith. He says, see, God is able to provide himself a lamb for the sacrifices. So we are looking at various instances in scripture where people were at dead ends. You are not the first to be at a dead end. But what are you saying? What are you saying with your mouth? He says, God will provide himself a lamb for this process, a lamb for the sacrifice. And did that not come to pass? It came to pass. Abraham didn't know how. He didn't know how. It wasn't physically possible. It wasn't obtainable. It didn't add up. It wasn't relatable on top of a mountain. But did God provide a lamb? He did. He laced his words with faith. Another instance we'll find in David, 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 34, when David goes to deliver lunch to his brothers on the battlefield, he sees them in a chaotic position, a chaotic situation. And the moment he he decides to take up the challenge, a 17-year-old, he decides to take up the challenge. And Saul is like, see, David, you can't do this. What did David say? He uttered words laced with faith. Let's look at his statement. He says, my God, the God that we serve. One time, a bear and a lion came against the the ship 
whom I cater for and he delivered me. The same way he delivered me, he will deliver us from this feelings thing. You know, that, that doesn't make sense. How does he compare a human being with an animal? But that's what he saw. He saw the mighty hand of God. So God has given you a testimony in the past. God has given you an experience in the past. Hold on in faith. Don't lace your words with sarcasm. Don't be, don't be cloud the, don't allow the present situation be cloud your judgment. Hold on in faith. Hold on to the word of God. Lace your words with faith and utter the words that will lead to your ultimate victory. Another word laced with faith we find from Caleb's utterance in Numbers chapter 13 verse 30. When all of Israel came against Moses, say, say no, that land is good. They have good fruits. They have good um, um, vegetation. The land is good, but you see, that land is too much. We can't go there. They are bigger than us. They are better than us. Caleb rises up and says, we are well able to go up and take possession. Caleb agreed. They are anarchs in the land, but we are able. What was he hinging on? He was hinging on God's word. Let your words with faith. Let the faith that, let the things God has done for you in the past, let them keep stirring up faith in you. Another word, less with faith. Another instance, we have Moses. What did Moses tell Israel in Exodus chapter 13, verse 14, 13, sorry, Exodus 14, 13 to 14, when they were before the Red Sea. Just imagine a multitude is crying out against Moses. Ha! Ah, well, is it because there are no graves in Egypt? You want us to die here? What did Moses say? He told them, the, the Egyptians you see today, you will see no more forever. For God shall fight for you. What was Moses hinging on? Little miracles. He saw in Egypt. Hinge your faith on what God has done before. Hinge your faith on what you've read from scripture. Let your words be mixed with faith. Let your words be laced with faith. How about the three Hebrew boys in Daniel chapter 3 and verse 16? When the king told them, see, you guys are not afraid. You're going against my order. What did they utter? They uttered words mixed with faith. They were not intimidated. Oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. For the God whom we serve is able to deliver us from your hand. And even if he doesn't, words laced with faith, their anchor, their faith was in God and God alone. They were not going to compromise. They were not going to bow a car. How about Mary? When the angel came to her, this was going to happen. You're going to have a baby. This is, uh, and she's like, ah, how is such a thing going to happen? But well, ultimately, what did she say? Bid unto me, Lord, according to your word. He said, because I know that he that speaks will bring about a performance. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Then the last scripture I want to take this morning is taken from 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 9. I really like this one. When God was sending Elijah to go to Zarephath, God told him, um, now there's famine, um, the brook is dried up, go to Zarephath. He said, I have commanded a widow there to sustain thee. That's what God told Elijah. I have commanded a widow to sustain thee. Guess what? When Elijah gets there, he sees a widow. She's picking up snakes. And um, he's like, okay, widow, bring me this, bring me that. And she's like, guess what? Sir, we have just one meal. And that's all. Ah, Elijah would have said, ah, is this the wrong address? Is this the wrong place? No. Words laced with faith. Elijah says, don't worry. Go and bring it for me. This is what God's word says. He prophesies. He drops the word of God there. He doesn't know how it's going to happen. He doesn't know what's going to happen. But as long as God has said to go, he will go and he will keep speaking words laced with faith. 
I want you to be inspired this morning. I want, to be, I want you to be reawakened this morning. Speak words laced with faith. Keep garnishing your path with words laced with faith. That's the only way you inherit your promises on this journey. Unless you have another alternative. But this is the way we know to do it. This is how we have victory. Our victory comes from the words we speak. God bless you and have a really, really lovely day. Keep speaking words laced with faith. That's where you will bring the spoils home. God bless you. Have a great day.